Welcome to the Teabag Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode with your hosts, Levi. And Lily. Welcome back. So on today's Teabag Podcast episode, we are going to be going over our first part of a few horror stories and spooky tales that we have experienced over the years personally or we just found some very unsettling things on the internet and we wanted to share these with you um so we're going to pretty much head straight in and we're going to start it off with a question so uh lily this one is for you yeah what are you scared of like what is something that you how would i say it like just freaks you out not just like general like fears but like what is something that is kind of unexplained for you that you're kind of worried about was it ghosts demons you know this one thing that is always kind of around whenever i'm working and it's dark is um what are they called what uh what are they called when um they're like in the virginia forest they are it starts with the W. I'm trying to think of their name, but um, oh, skinwalkers. Sorry, it doesn't even start with the W. Skinwalkers, um, skinwalkers is definitely yeah. something that is very eerie. It scares me. It's in Virginia, the you know deep woods. Um, there's a lot of theories about those. Something I don't really fuck with. Um, I don't really like the dark in general. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you never. You never know what's going to be in the dark, especially in the woods. Even though I love nature, you know, I'd rather be in nature during the daytime because, you know, I don't know about over there in Europe and all that. But, you know, you get a lot of eerie stories about uh, the Appalachia Mountains over here and different, um, you know, random myths and stuff like that. So I think I think number one for me would be skinwalkers. What about you? What about you? Well, like, I'm so glad you mentioned that because, like, there's such a great, interesting story that happened uh, October of last year. Um, Uh But I'll get into that in a second. Uh, For me, I gotta say, like, anything to do with, like, Latin American folklore, uh, Mm -hmm. anything to do with uh, Mexico, uh, Spanish, um, anything pretty much to do with Latin American demons. Uh, like okay. the one we're gonna talk about today later on is uh, La Llorona, and that one really freaks me out. Uh, mostly just due to uh, Miguel, the other teabag um, podcast host. If anyone doesn't know, uh, he has some personal stories about this one uh, from mm-hmm. like his close relatives that have had encounters uh, oh, wow. with the ghost. Um, Very interesting and. Even then, like just general stuff you hear, um, things that like you'll see on the internet, it's just a big fat no for me. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'm not scared of ghosts or demons, and it's not something that I uh, actually believe in. Um, yeah. But it, for some reason, when it comes to Latin American folklore, like that stuff, like sends a chill down my bones. I'm like, no, <laughs> everything in my fiber, my being, screams like you don't fuck with this. Um, mm-hmm. 
But I'm so glad you mentioned actually about uh, skinwalkers earlier um, and like the woods, because oh, yeah. a big one for me as somebody who loves uh, bushcraft. Um, mm -hmm. And if so anyone doesn't know what bushcraft is, it's essentially survival out in uh, the wilderness and you're building your own shelters and like you're making your own fires and essentially that's all the basics but it nice. goes into a lot more than that like you'll um uh kind of live off the land and i tell you like there is no other feeling than when you stay out overnight in the woods and it is something else i tell you because you have the wackiest dreams you will mm -hmm. have like the spookiest encounters like you will hear voices you will hear screams and it's, you will it's something about the woods that really just yeah. is very eerie and like i love it like you know you're like safe and it's only you and like a couple of like insects and small animals are out there and most mm -hmm. like you get a deer back in the uk so it is very eerie and it's something very different to mm. Everything else, like you can experience your day to day life. Yeah. Oh, so what is what's about the skinwalkers that you have? Have you encountered any? Have you like just heard stories about them? Oh, well, like for me personally, no skinwalker experiences um, so far. Let's Fingers hope. crossed. But... <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, for sure. But oh, I would say. Uh, there is a very interesting video that went around last year, and I'm sure the the people listening they've also seen this video, and it was this lady uh, last October, I think, and she was convinced um, that she had seen a skinwalker on the plane, and oh. she is this viral video that went on. It's a oh, short I video. Think I've heard of that. I think the longest part of the video is like a, a minute long and there's even mm -hmm. a video of her after she exits the plane and how she's complaining about it up oh, sorry oh, wow it's not october it was like uh july august this got really popular and um wow. she keeps screaming like he's not real and she's like completely convinced that there is this skinwalker on this plane and oh she God. is so scared and petrified. She's like crying. She leaves all of her possessions. She doesn't like grab her bags. She uh -huh. immediately leaves the plane, leaving everything her passport, her luggage is still loaded onto the plane at this point. And she's like, Yeah, I'm not flying. Like, you can't convince me to get on this plane. There's no way I'm doing this. And oh everyone God. thinks that she is hysterical and she's causing a scene. Uh, she was arrested, I believe. Um, oh jeez! And I think the creepiest thing about it, right, is after it went really viral, she just disappeared off the face of the earth. Like nobody oh. knows where she's gone. Nobody's heard from her. And oh, apparently, wow. there was this apology video that came out not long afterwards, and everyone was like, "This is fucking weird, guys!" Like nobody <laughs> understands like what she's going on about. She's a bit yeah. delusional. Uh, and people started noticing that it wasn't the same woman. Like, oh my god, it was a different lady, and uh, it was obviously a different person. Yeah. But what uh, you know, the good old Reddit um, 
people found out was their IP address from where the video was recorded and uploaded was actually um, for DMZ. Um, it was actually in Washington, D.C. So it wasn't far from oh my God. the government. And so everyone went to this whole like conspiracy theory about like, oh, it's the government and they're trying to cover it up. But that is something that was kind of weird uh, that came up more recently and people started finding out about skinwalkers. I do actually have a story, um, which is like very recent, maybe like a week ago it happened here in Florida. Um, Pretty much there was apparently kids at a local mall and they were shooting off fireworks and an officer went to respond. And apparently like the whole city of officers responded just for this, you know, like these kids shooting off fireworks. And by the way, there's like no videos of the fireworks going off. So they, they, you know, only have like this, you know, understanding that, you know, kids are shooting out fireworks, but there's like maybe 50, 60 police cars out here. And it's pretty crazy. And um, then what happens is people are saying that, oh, actually there's like 12 foot tall aliens in the mall. And Apparently, you know, like, they shut off the airspace, they power went out, all this stuff. And it was really crazy, and people think, oh, is it aliens? Is the police lying to us? Is the government lying? All this stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty crazy thing happening. So that was something pretty recent, actually. And um, I hate to burst your bubble, but I just think that's just Florida. For me, personally, that's just every day of Florida. It's not. I promise you. It's not, but if you guys, if you guys look it up, trust me, look up Miami 12 foot aliens. I don't think it's real, but who knows? And you'll just see videos of hundreds of police cars out there. And it's, it's really crazy. It's just but, wacky. Yeah, yeah, it is really wacky, but yeah, that right. happened maybe a week ago. Yeah. Well, that is a bit of a weird one. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, are you happy to listen to like the, the first one we're gonna talk about yeah let's get to it okay great so this one i'm gonna start off with uh but this will be mentioned in one of our future episodes when we get to record with miguel and he's gonna definitely talk to you guys about his personal experiences with this and it mm. is is weird um but this is uh the lorona or la lorona uh my sp- pronunciation isn't the best for spanish anymore but overall this is a vengeful southern american folklore ghost Uh, essentially what people believe is that she is this um all white pale figure that roams near bodies of water and it grabs um children in, oh, love that. And she drowns them in a basically a jealous rage. And oh. it's all stemming from how her husband had cheated on her. And so she drowns all these kids in her sorrow. Oh wow. That is that's not very nice. Like, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> uh furthermore, it uh comes from it being this kind of Aztec mythology 
type of thing yeah. so it dates back from a very long time ago and mm-hmm. it's not just like oh it's a ghost story to scare kids a lot of people have had the very surreal experiences this kind of thing and i would love to discuss it on miguel's behalf but i could not for the life of me provide as great a storytelling as he does mm-hmm. um, but this one for me scares the hell out of me and i don't know why but it's the only thing i think about i'm just like no nah, like shows up my spine there's something really wrong here it's not it's not good just the um, year but they, yeah but they did a, a bunch of movies on this and they've done some books but it's worth noting that uh, she also has drowned like men as well and uh, there's been a lot of instances where people have ended up dead and there's like no sign of suicide or struggle it, like oh, you just find that uh, what she does is she does this weeping and crying sound and you'll find her near the bank of water and as you approach to like help this lady who's weeping and crying and speaking Spanish to you um, or southern you get grasped out of nowhere and you'll be pulled in um, no I can't that's um, scary dude what that's crazy yeah, and then you, you'll just be drowned uh, and oh, like wow. there's zero explanation um, from post-mortem about any suicide or struggle like you just be dead and wow. yeah so people have had some very interesting encounters about this uh, and there's even sure. some like worship to her um oh in God. different parts of mexico so it's wow. uh, four films the, the latest one does um, um was in even 2019 but they've got like loads of literature on this uh so it's a little bit more like dramatized and popular now but it's got some very creepy stuff to it yeah no it definitely definitely is a creepy type of story i i don't know you never know with that stuff that's very eerie. I don't usually like talking about stuff like that, but you know, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it was it was weird because when you were talking about it, literally like a couple seconds later, you like just completely glitched out and stopped talking for a second, oh, and I? I got like super scared, and I was like, Levi, no, but oh. um, no, that's crazy. Um, it's definitely you know something. I, you know, I'm sure there's also, you know, tricks people do in real life that are kind of like that, but just no evidence of like suicide or struggle is just very creepy, you know? I think that's yeah, probably think, the creepiest thing about it. Oh, yeah. I think that like when you talk about demons, ghosts, anything to do with like spookiness, one of the mm-hmm. big things that people don't like is the fact that it's unexplained. If you can't yeah. explain something, already like that's the scariest idea like it's the same thing with people being scared of the dark they're afraid of the unknown and that's way scarier than like having all the answers out in front of you because your mind naturally wanders and you start imagining things Um, oh yeah you imagine the worst oh yeah yeah you definitely imagine the worst yeah but um um so i have a um little story bit from this Uh-oh. one 
Uh-oh. Uh, this is from a alternate version of a book of in 1910 by Harper okay. Brothers, who basically printed out um, this guy called Thomas Javier, who did a similar thing. It's Legends of the City of Mexico, um, where he directly references and indicates it in his books. So he basically did a re-release, and this is pretty much what he had to say. A long, long time ago, there lived a woman named Maria. She was the most beautiful woman in all of Mexico, and she knew it herself too. Day after day, male suitors begged for her hand in romance, but day after day, men returned home, defeated. This was the livelihood of Maria until a dashing young man galloped into town and turned Maria's life upside down. She knew it in an instant that she had to have him, for he was her only man to match her in beauty and in elegance. Soon they were to be wed, and not long after, the two had a very short-lived happiness. The dashing gentleman became eclipsed with another woman at his side. He rode up to Maria and pledged for his life to this new woman who he had barely met. Because his current wife was no longer beautiful, Maria's heart burst the tiny shards of glass, invisible to the eye, but painful for those handling it. That night, in a fit of sorrow and anger, Maria decided to inflict the same agony towards the man and bestowed it upon her. Maria woke up her two boys, took their hands, and guided them to the river for a bath. Hand in hand, the three figures immersed themselves in the water, but underneath the mother's hand, the little Ninos never came up for air. After the blood-red glare of fury faded from sight, Mia realized what she had done. She shrieked from the gallows of her soul, Miss Ninos! before letting the river water fill up her lungs. It is said this weeping woman, Oyalana, has returned for hereafter, searching for new children to claim as her own for all eternity. Oh my god. Well, first of all, that guy sucks for cheating on her. This is what, what? happens when you cheat, guys. <laughs> Come on, like... Come on, guys. Best stand is like, we're trying not to create demons out here, you know? Yeah, come on. Like, what are you doing? That's a scary story, honestly. I mean, I feel bad for her children. Children didn't do anything wrong. Um, True, but, oh, wow. like, hey, is it really a horror story? Is it in some little bit of death? Yeah, you know, especially children, because why not? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, darker oh. the better. Yeah, yeah, but, no, that's, that's a crazy story. Um, Yeah. So Definitely. you've got something? Um, let me find it real quick. I do have one little thing. Um, okay, so this is more of like a fictional kind of story. So it's not really like based on any true stuff, but it's like, it's from Reddit. You know, you get some weird stuff on Reddit. Why not? So, we got the horror story, don't Google yourself. Don't Google yourself. Why? Because you may not like what you find. One day I was bored and decided to search my name on Google. 
I have a quite rare name, so I didn't expect to find many results. Imagine how surprised I was when I came across a website that had my full name contained in the domain. When I clicked the link, it brought me to a message board. I looked at the profile and the website owner and found out that the person was the same age as me and had the same hobbies and interests. There weren't many posts on the message board, but I was intrigued, so I saved it in my favorites. It was about a month later when I went back to the website. This time, it had more content. There were some diary entries, mostly random things. The weather was nice today, or I'm so bored and work, things of that nature. However, as time went by, I began to notice more and more coincidences. The person lived in the same city as I did. It struck me as rather strange that two people within the same exact city had the rare name that I had. At one point, I noticed that the contents of the diary were quite similar to my own life. One day, I went to a baseball game and checked the website that evening. I found out that the owner of the website had gone to the same ball game. At first, I didn't think much of it. After all, tens of thousands of people in the city supported the same baseball team. It began to seem like much more than a simple coincidence. Whenever I checked the website, I would notice a little, um, little details that seemed too close for comfort. For example, the owner mentioned their pet dog, and the dog's name was the same as I had when I was a child. The website owner posted a picture of their car. It was the same model of car I had been driving when I was in college. They talked about eating at a certain restaurant. It was a restaurant I had gone to all the time when I was working at my previous job. One day, I looked at the message board. People had written messages to the owner saying happy birthday. That day, it was my birthday as well. I decided to write on the message board for the first time. Just out of curiosity, I was going to wish the owner a happy birthday and tell them we had the same name. However, when I tried to write something, I realized that there was nowhere to type your message. It wasn't a message board at all. It was just a static page. That's odd, I thought to myself. In other words, who, whoever owned the website had gone to a lot of trouble to make it seem as if it was an interactive site, as if there were other people online posting on it, when in actual fact, all the content must have been created by the owner. Why on earth would someone do that, I wondered. I decided to email the owner. Hi there. Believe it or not, we both share the same name. Uh, nice to meet you. It was just a friendly email. The next day when I tried to look at the website, I discovered it was gone. It seemed like it had been deleted. Then I opened my mailbox. There was one reply. When I looked at it, a chill ran down my spine. It just read, found you. And uh, yeah, that was the uh, the Google story. So don't Google your name, folks, or, uh, you know, wow. that'll happen. That is That is creepy. That is yeah. very, very creepy. I'm guessing, you know, if someone just stalked the guy and ended up, Yeah, you know. or you just effed him off, you know. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> reminds me. Um, a great artist out there called uh, Adam Tots. He does these really great, like, horror uh, stories. Kind of like, sometimes he'll do things that are close to, like, a nihilistic uh, philosophy kind of behind mm -hmm. them. Like, he'll mm -hmm. do some really, like, huge world destroying horror a cosmic horror should i say and sometimes it's like simple stuff he does but you can look him up and his patreon's like a dollar a month it's really good 
and he's always posting new stuff and but he's got some really creepy um comic books that he does and they're always mm-hmm. similar to this you know where you've got somebody's bored on the internet searching up their name next thing you know it like they're getting a parcel and it's like you know a picture of them um Ooh. looking uh you know at the computer and stuff and then like they'll get like another photo come through and it's like somebody outside their door it's you know so... you know static is one thing that seems like it wouldn't scare you but it scares the hell out of me like i feel like static the loud noise the you know black and white just scares the shit out of me so i'm glad that tvs don't have static anymore because <laughs> as a oh, child that it. scared the hell out of me no no i have nightmares yeah. about that shit great time honestly i had the best like it was um kind of like a bit melancholy in a way for me very relaxing and soothing um having that kind of static um maybe it's a bit strange to say i will give you all the static and (laughs) you can take it all because i don't want it please well so i think i've got a bit of a personal one now this isn't anything as drastic as uh previous stories that have come up but this is a personal one for me and it's one that i've shared only a few times and it's not that i've believed in anything that actually happens uh, but it's a bit unexplainable um so we're gonna pass back to back in the uk i was living uh after spain in a few different homes all across the uk but when we finally settled down, we were in this nice little townhouse with a community garden, and we had lived there for some time. And, mm-hmm. you know, being a PlayStation gamer, as I was back then, I was a teenager, and this was back in the PS3 days, and you okay. didn't really have, like, uh, a mic or anything. You had to use Bluetooth, and you see, like, really shitty ones, especially if you were, like, broke and poor like i was and um yeah you didn't have this whole um like input for sound that you do now and the output was very different so you'd still hear like the tv (laughs) on the outside and you just only have your mic on the inside it was very interesting uh so we're going back some years and i could have been anywhere between like 13 14 at this point Mm. and it was just a general night of gaming i was up with friends all night i was playing and was having a great old time and you know we're just playing some grand Theft Auto five and this was like before the days of ps4 so we're talking like this is really really old school gta 5 and We'd finished gaming, I had jumped on, and I believe I was playing uh, COD MW3 at this point. Um, But I remember I was having a great time, I was just enjoying myself. Now, the scene is set, but now you need the context of where I am. So, I'm in my room. It's a three-story building, and my room is at the very top. And it's on the far eastern side of the building and it's quite a large room and the 
entire building had been around for a very long time. Okay. Um, but I was being quite loud at this point. Uh, you know, I was just like having a good time. Yeah. yeah, I was just like being a teenage gaming boy. It was what it was. Yeah. And one creepy thing about it was um it was eerily quiet that night. There was like no sounds in the streets. Normally you hear like a police car go by and yeah. it's just something you just felt a bit weird. And I remember I had at this point, because I just moved there. I was locking the windows uh, at the top of the building because my mother was very insistent upon it until I was like more sensible and older enough to be at such a height. She's yeah. always just like overprotective. So every yeah. night I would like lock the window by key, kept the key by the windowsill, and it was locked, handle down, and it's these like double pane glass windows and you'd have one on the right where my bed was and one on the left where there was just like a white armchair um that used to be my father's and mm -hmm. i was gaming and i remember like i'd celebrated um in victory of like winning a match and i was very excited and as oh. i shouted out in excitement I heard this massive like crash um, oh. and like I turned over and the window on my left side was fully open and had swung open with the handle being all the way up. And what? I at this point was like, no, <laughs> I, I immediately ran um, downstairs. I didn't turn off any of my stuff. I didn't grab my phone, didn't do anything. I went downstairs. I just grabbed uh, my quilt from my bed as I was running out, closed that door, ran downstairs, slept on the couch overnight. And oh, uh, when I went back up the next day, like the room was, of course, freezing cold. Um, and my PlayStation turned itself off at this point. But the TV was still on, and it was such a uh, weird experience, something that like I couldn't explain. Uh, and I'm sure like somebody out there is going to be like, well, it's actually because of this, and it's because of that. But it's still a eerie experience for me, especially when I was yeah. just a teenager. Yeah, and just like you're celebrating awesome, and there's a crash noise, and then your window's open. Hell no, I would be out of there. Yeah, I'd be I was out of like, the house. I'd burn look. the house. I'd burn the whole neighborhood. Oh my god, that's yeah, crazy. In the, in the same house, I had a few other like encounters which were really weird, and mm -hmm. um, I remember at this point I'd rearranged my room, um, a little bit, and as you walked through a door, your bed was facing the the door, um, toe facing, and you would walk in. Bed was on the right. Fair enough. And um, I remember I was sleeping and I had a friend who was staying the night because I had a pull-out bed. Um, not mm. one of those like crappy ones, but it was part of like a second frame. You'd actually pull it out. It was like very nice quality pull-out bed. And it was like perfect for like, you know, your kid. So yeah, 
my friend was staying over he was talking to my mother downstairs in the kitchen and i remember like i was like taking a nap um and i didn't want to like get up yet even though it was like middle of the day in the summer and i remember just like falling asleep and i must have been out for a good while and uh because i thought i'd only been asleep for like 10 minutes but i'd been out for a few hours Uh and i remember that i had this dream that i was already awake it's one of those like waking dreams yeah and so i was awake within my dream and i was i was dreaming within my dream so i'd woken up from my dream i didn't get up i was just laying down and i looked across the room and there was a lady standing there and she had like this kind of completely blackness over her you can see her face and she went to grab for my face and immediately i woke up and i was sharp and i was like sweating and it was very very eerie um that is very and i remember like after a workout i was like 15 i was doing calves and um i was just doing calf raises on the staircase i'd I'd do like 10 reps each step and go back down and do that i finished my workout and i was like being really lightheaded i had like over exhausted myself and i needed some water so i decided to go upstairs and lay down and i was walking up there i felt a bit dizzy and uh, I turned and to walk to the walls of the bathroom to go pee, uh, because for reference, as you walked from my room onto the hallway or what you call a landing in uh, mm-hmm. such a tall building, the bathroom was on the right and the adjacent room was my sister's. And there's this ghostly kind of black figure, a little bit paler, not completely black, but a little bit whiter. Um, just rushed towards me i felt like this kind of breeze this kind of out of work experience where like i kind of lost all sense for a second mm-hmm. i really felt like something had just blown right past me and i felt well, that was like that was kind of weird i never thought about it again weird. um but you know going back to like that lady that i had a dream about um mm-hmm. i actually had uh, many dreams about her over the years i don't get them anymore but uh, I remember good. over time, like I've had a few dreams, and each one of them has creepily left off exactly where the other one has started. Oh, um, oh no, no, not where it started, so when it had finished. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I had a few dreams over the years, and of course, it began with that first instance, and then I had a few more after that. And it, I didn't just have it when I was living there. I had it when I was living in other places. And I even had it in my previous home in the UK before I moved to Rome and then Dubai. Oh. We had um, these dreams and I was so kind of surprised that I was still dreaming about like my old house. Um, and what the weird thing was was uh each dream was this black ghostly figure this woman um trying to grab me trying to like, choke me and hold me down um oh. and 
uh, it was the weirdest thing because like it would be on the second floor and it was an oh. open space between the living room, the dining room and the kitchen. And she'd always just emerge from the kitchen and she would always try to attack me. One of them I ran away from um, and then woke up from. And I remember the last time I had a dream about her, um, actually the second to last one was like us struggling in this like, kind of like she's trying to grab me, choke yeah, me, like a, and I'm like trying a, to like push her away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the last dream I had about her was like I saw her face and she was like screaming like at me, and she oh like God. had this just pure like horror, and I remember it quite vividly actually. And then I um fought back and I had this like you you guys probably know this. A lot of guys have had these dreams. So like when you're slowly punching stuff and it doesn't feel like what it's like really heavy like your punches are slow and it's like you're you're putting everything into it uh and then mm. like i fought her and then since then i've never had a single thought about it never had a dream about it it's just kind of repressed it into the back of my mind oh my so God. this is something that i uh had when i was living at my old place and i think yeah just the weirdest part to me was how it was so vivid but also how it left off exactly where the other one had finished. But not just, mm-hmm. like, one, like, kind of following dream where it's, like, you're having it, like, day after day, week after week. It was yeah. years and years apart. Like, it, there was no reason for me to think about it. There was no comprehensible uh, reason why I was dreaming about this. Normally, like, when you dream about stuff, it's things from your day, it's uh yeah. bits that have affected you maybe you've been on your phone you see something but like over this time never had a reason to dream about it or to think about it uh, so i always thought like that was pretty eerie well now you're thinking about it do you think maybe it started yeah. off from the window uh maybe i don't know um to be fair, that was actually an accurate timeline about how I experienced all that weird stuff in my old place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, I think something that my girlfriend mentioned is that when your mind is open to this stuff, when you talk about it, and when you're thinking about it a lot, this is when mm-hmm. like you start experiencing it more. So yeah. who knows? Because who all knows? I know is that since that day, um, I never had a dream about it since. So well, maybe you fought her off. Who knows? But um, yeah, I maybe. think you you did accomplish one thing, Levi, and that is not letting me sleep tonight. So you yeah. know, thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks. You um, are so welcome. No, but yeah, these are some those these have been some crazy stories, and I'm excited for next time because you know we'll get the personal ones from Miguel, and uh, you know we'll have a good part too. Yeah, that would be great. And hopefully we can get um, our friend Kevin on as well. And mm-hmm. for those who don't know, um, Miguel and Kevin are from Mexico. Uh, so these guys have uh, some real genuine belief in this stuff. Like they believe in skinwalkers. They believe in all of like the Latin American folklore. Like for them, it is as real as water for you and me. It is. 
<laughs> everything to yeah. them yeah um and let me tell you like for them it's a big big no to do certain things and their culture and especially as you start experiencing your stuff like it's a whole mm-hmm. nope you don't go out and investigate this isn't like hollywood don't be the white girl you know you lock your doors you don't go outside you don't do this stuff like you basically you you go and you get your cross and you spread some salt all around you and you just pray that nothing comes into your house mm-hmm. well that yeah there's some crazy stuff out there some crazy myths crazy beings who knows but uh i would say it's been great talking to you about this but now i'm a little scared so i don't know <laughs> Yeah, now but, I'm not going to be able to sleep myself, but um, no, it's uh, actually been really fun talking about this, and i sorry I didn't have any other good stories to kind of talk to you about. No, you're um, good. But I yeah, think, no, it'd be nice for when Miguel comes. Yeah, I think we'll be able to definitely continue this, and um, well, should we end it off here? Yeah, we should. Do you want to exit off for us? Yeah. Um, well, thank you everyone for listening and thanks for tuning in again if you have listened to us before. And um, yeah, hopefully you all have a good night. Uh, maybe not because you heard these stories, but you know, um, see you next time and part two. <laughs>